Amen. Got your Bible. I'm going to, if I did not have something burning on my spirit, we would just pray all day. But there's some things that the Word of God just has to, to move and to break and to help. Amen. First Peter, the first chapter, the fifth verse, they'll put out the drum at the end of the service to, for you to be able to give your tithes, offering, building fund. But I'm going to redeem the time right now. I'm about to go right into the Word of God. First Peter 1 and 5, the Bible says, Who are kept by the power of God through faith unto salvation, ready to be revealed in the last time. Wherein ye, everybody say, ye greatly rejoice. Thank God for what's going on right now. Though now for a season, if need be. Everybody say, if need be. What a prayer you could pray, God. You, you just give me whatever you think I need. If need be, ye are in heaviness through Manifold temptations that the trial, everybody say the trial. Everybody say of your faith. The trial of your faith being much more precious than of gold that perisheth, though it be tried with fire, might be found unto praise and honor and glory. Amen. There's a reason why we do this. Amen. Jesus Christ is soon to come back. Amen. Praise God. And I want to be ready to meet him. To praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. Amen. I want to preach for just a little while from this title. The trial. Everybody say the trial of your faith. Can you lift your hands one more time? and Let's ask God to help us in this place. Amen. Thank you, Jesus, for your strength. Thank you for your help. Thank you for never giving up on us, God. Thank you for being an ever-present help in the time of trouble. Thank you for loving on us, God. Helping us, God. Strengthening your people, God. We love you. We praise you, God. I wonder if somebody couldn't just praise him right now. I wonder if somebody who feels like you're in a trial could praise him. Yea, Lord, yea, Lord, yea, Lord, yea, Lord, yea, Lord, yea, Lord, yea, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you for standing. You can be seated. Amen. It's always good to have my friend Tyler. Amen. Thank you for being here, Tyler. Amen. I want to preach about the trial of your faith. Amen. Amen. I, uh, this is one of those messages you... You kind of like, you kind of don't like, but it's all good. Amen. We got to have it all. We got to learn it all. We need it all. The Word of God is, is perfect and it's wonderful and it's helpful. Amen. And I want to preach about the trial of your faith. Well, what is faith anyway? Somebody might ask. I think Brother Aaron might have been teaching about faith this morning. I think he might have been copying my notes while I was praying last night, but it's all right. Amen. What is faith? This is what I like to just use the Bible to explain the Bible if that's all right. I like to use scripture to explain scripture if that's all right. Hallelujah. In Hebrews 11 and 1, the Bible said, Now faith 
is the substance of things hoped for. It is the evidence of things not seen. For by it, talking about by faith, the elders obtained a good report. Another version would say, now faith is being sure of what we hope for. It is being convinced of what we do not see. And it would say, for by it, the people of old received God's commendation. Amen. Faith is the substance. Amen. In the natural sense, you could say uh, faith would be something intangible, something that you cannot touch. But I want to tell you, in the spiritual realm, faith is very much tangible. Amen. The Bible said that it is the substance of things that are hoped for. I want to tell you, when my faith is high, I can feel it. Don't tell me it's something you can't see, feel, touch. I know it down deep inside. I feel something uh, when my faith is high. Amen. And when my faith begins to waver, I can, I can feel that too. Amen. It is the substance. It's something you can get a hold of. I've explained it like this before. I don't have what I want, but I've got the substance. I'm holding on to this faith. This is... This is what's letting me know, uh, amen, that God's going to help me out. Uh, What are you hanging on to? I'm hanging on to the substance today. I got a hold of the faith today. Uh, God's word said it's going to happen. And I believe I'm going to hold on uh, until it does happen. Well, somebody praise the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. What is faith? Faith is your confidence in God. Your faith is your confidence in God's being. Amen. It ain't something somebody told you about. It's something you know about. If everybody on the planet began to say there ain't a God, you would know there is a God. That is your faith in God. Boy, I feel like preaching right now. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Your faith is your confidence that God's going to do what his word said. It's just the opposite of you wondering whether God's going to show up or not. Hey man, I didn't wonder whether he's going to show up. I knew when I walked into this place and I felt the power when he said two or three gathered together in my name, there will I be in the midst. I knew we were going to have a Holy Ghost shout down today. I knew God was going to show up. Why? I got confidence in my God. Hallelujah. He's never let me down. He's never failed me. I've got confidence in God. Your faith is your confidence that God is infinitely wise. Your faith in God is that your confidence that God is infinitely wise and he knows what's best for you. He knows what's best for you to not have. Your confidence in God is that if he shuts a door, you'll say, thank you, Jesus. And if he opens a door, you'll have enough faith to walk through it. Boy, I hope somebody's faith goes to a new level today. Hallelujah. Your faith 
is that God is merciful. Amen. If you come to the altar and you don't have faith that God is merciful, you'll walk out just like you walked in. But if your confidence says, if I go down to that altar and I lift up my hands, I may have been a blooming idiot yesterday, but there's a God in heaven that's going to look down upon my foolishness, my repentance. You talking about revival. When faith is in the house, revival happens. You got faith that God is righteousness. Your faith is your confidence that the gospel, the gospel, the death, the burial, and the resurrection, when applied to your life by repentance and Jesus' name baptism and the infilling of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Your faith in God is that the gospel's powerful enough. To take care of every problem, to wash away every sin, to make every crooked path straight. Amen. The gospel of Jesus Christ is the most powerful. Hey, if you don't believe it, you ain't gonna get anywhere. But if you believe it, it can do all things. Hallelujah. So faith is simply your confidence in God. Hallelujah. God built our faith today. God built our faith today. The Bible said faith cometh by and hearing by. I hope you're going to hear me today. I hope there's some open ears in the congregation that say I might have walked in a little low in my faith. But I believe but by the time I walk out of here, come on, you got to rebuke doubt. You got to rebuke the unbelief. You got to tell the devil he's a liar. I'm going over. I'm not going under. I'm above. I'm not beneath. I'm the head. I'm not the tail. You got to speak it. You got to believe it. You got to live it. Come on, let's love the Lord together. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Somebody shout, the devil's alive. The writer of Hebrews would tell us in 10 and 35, cast not away, therefore your confidence. Don't throw it away. Don't leave it like a piece of trash on the sidewalk. Your confidence has a great recompense of reward. If you hold on to anything, hold on to your confidence. People can't leave the house without their phone. Can't leave the house without their wallet. Hey, that stuff means nothing. Don't leave home without your confidence. Don't leave home without your faith. God's going to lead me. God's going to carry me. God's going to order my footsteps today. Hey, it's got a reward. Hallelujah. You get mixed up on the wrong things. Get our focus on the wrong things. 
I'll tell you where your reward is. Is if you keep your confidence in God. Come what may. On top of the mountain in the lowest valley. In the valley of dry bones. I'm going to keep my confidence. Man, when people understand the value of something, they protect valuable things. This Bible said it's more precious, it's more valuable than gold. Boy, we're about to make a liar out of the devil today. Your faith in God is more valuable than anything on this planet. If you want to try to attain something, if you want to get something in your life, pray God, give me more faith. Hallelujah. Can I preach a little while? Amen. The richest person in this room today is not the one who's got the most money. It's not the one who has the biggest house or the most gold or silver or drives the nicest car. But the richest person in this room right now is the one that's got the most confidence in God. He's going to make a way out of no way. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Hang on a second. And the poorest person in this room is not the one that has zero money. It's not the one that has zero food in the cabinets. Uh, It's not the one that has no hope in this world. Uh, But the poorest person in this room is the one with the least confidence. The one that would open their mouth and say, I don't even think God really loves me. I don't care if you got a million dollar CD. If you don't believe God, you're in spiritual poverty. Come on, the church of God wasn't built on billionaires. It was built on people full of faith that said, if God be for us, who can be against us? Come on. Come on, I feel God in this place. Quit looking at your bank account and start looking at your faith account. Hey, where am I at right now? What am I believing? What am I thinking? What am I allowing the devil to tell me? Hey, I got much, I got way more confidence in somebody's faith account than I do in anybody's bank account. Because the things of this earth will perish. The Bible said it'll melt with a fervent heat. But all that's gonna remain is the word of God. That's why my faith is gonna say, I believe his word above all else. Hallelujah. Lift your hands to the Lord together. You know, 
what's so beautiful about living for God? Spiritually, you could go from rags to riches in one moment. <laughs> Talking about a success story. In one moment, you could go from spiritual poverty to being the rich of the earth. I believe there's a switch in everybody's mind and it's called the faith switch. And all you gotta do, it don't cost nothing to grab it. All you gotta do is grab it and say, I'm not gonna be a doubter anymore. From this moment forward, I'm gonna be a believer. If you walked in poor, you can walk out rich. Hey, I may be a songwriter before it's over. God can turn it all around in a moment. I said he can do it in a moment. Hallelujah. I want to tell you, Job, he was rich when he had all that stuff. And he was rich when he didn't have anything. He said, for he knoweth the way that I take. And when he had tried me, I shall come forth as gold. Job, you're rich because you got faith that God is a restorer of the things that he gives. Do you believe it today? Is anybody with faith in the house today? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Man, the value is so important is knowing the value of faith. And I want to talk for just a few moments about the trial of this very valuable thing called faith. Hallelujah. Man, I didn't think anybody would jump up and run. This word trial has almost become a bad word. <laughs> In the charismatic type worlds, they don't, they don't want to talk about the trial. They want to talk about the blessing. Until you can't have the blessing. If you can't handle the trial. I, I feel so... I don't know if I've ever felt more in alignment with the Holy Ghost than I feel right now. I don't know what's going on, but God knows what's going on. The trial is not a bad word. The word trial is really a testing. And testing is not bad. Four rights and five rights. When they build a Boeing 747, you know what they do before they let you in it? They put it through a trial. They put, they put it through a test. And they take those wings and they bend them as far to make sure they're not going to break. They take that fuselage and they pump it up to the maximum pressure 
to make sure it ain't gone. Y'all all right with testing now, ain't you? They take those engines and they rev them up to the maximum pressure to make sure. Y'all all right with that, ain't you? You okay with that? Yeah, I, I want them to test everything before I step in that plane. Hallelujah. You know what it's called? It's called a trial. The airplane's called a green airplane. You take one little wild man and he gets in that airplane. It ain't been painted yet and he just flies. Lord, I hope they welded it good. I hope it wasn't built on a Friday. Jesus, take the wings or whatever. What are they doing? They're, they're testing it. They're testing it before it's too late. You ever heard them get on? Well, welcome ladies and gentlemen to the first flight of this airplane. Just get off the showroom floor. You might want to buckle up on this one. They cannot wait for the next one. Let me tell you what the Bible said about your faith. The reason it's tested is that it might be found under praise and honor and glory at the appearing of Jesus Christ. Why, why would your faith need to be tested? Why would your faith need to go through a trial? The Bible said because God's coming back and it wants to be a happy day. The day God comes back. When you're caught up to meet him in the air. I want it to be a happy day. When you hear the trumpet blow. I want to be tested. I want to be ready. I don't want anything found in me that don't belong. Well, you may not like this, but this is what God gave me to preach. <laughs> this is how James would say it. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into divers temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. Amen. Don't try to fight it. Just let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire and wanting nothing. You know what I say, God? I want to be tested before it's too late. Well, I, I don't want anything. I just want to live in my little bubble. And you can't live in your bubble and be tested. Uh, well, this is hallelujah. When it comes to God's will, you got to get past just enduring God's will. You got to get past just uh, trusting God's will. And you got to get to the point where you rejoice. Oh, no. Well, I'm just hanging in there. I'm going through it, Pastor. But Lord willing, I'm going to endure. You need to get out of the endurance. 
Well, I'm just going to trust him. Though he slay me, yet I'm just going to trust him. You got to get past the enduring. You got to get past the trusting. And you got to get to where you can get a tambourine. You got to get to where you can say all things work together for good. Come on. Paul said, I I rejoice. Oh, boy, that's scary. He said, I rejoice in my sufferings. Come on, Paul, don't talk about stuff like that. He said, I'll glory in my infirmities. Oh, Lord. Don't start talking like, no, I'm going to talk like that. uh, Because I got faith in God. And if he thinks I need a... Well, this is the day the Lord has made. I didn't say this was a perfect day where you get all the money you need, no pains in your body, and everything's like you want it. I said, this is the day the Lord hath made. And I'm going to rejoice. And I'm going to be glad. You got to make up your mind. No matter what's happening. I... Hallelujah. Can I preach a little while? And if the, if the airplane wings need to be stronger, let's figure it out before we're flying to Brazil. If you need a little more horsepower in the engines, let's figure it out. Before you put my luggage on there, before I step on there, Let's, let's get it right. Paul would say the trial of your faith is more precious. Oh God, help me, Jesus. I, I know the flesh don't like these things. And I, I, I got a word for this church, though. Amen. There's things that are built and created and in trials and things that are seen and figured out in trials that can't be done any other way. See, when you you get the Holy Ghost, you think you've arrived and you have arrived at the starting line. Hallelujah. Amen. And there's a whole lot of stuff Amen. You need to get out of you before the trumpet sounds. Hallelujah. And there's just things that trials will bring out that blessings won't bring out. Well, hallelujah. I was reading a story about this guy and he, he was a professional and he dealt with birds and he tried to make them learn how to sing those little caged Canaries, is that what they are? Some kind of birds that sing words or something, I don't know. And he said, if you, if you just try to teach them the song, like during the day they'll get parts of it. You know, they'll pick up a note here and there, but they just really struggle.
Then he said, if you'll take something and put it over that cage. Where that bird's sitting in the darkness. And then you start teaching him a song. (laughs) Praise God. All of a sudden, nothing else is distracting him. He can't see who's coming in, going out. He's sitting there in total darkness. All he can hear is a song. And this guy that trains these birds said, what he learns in the darkness, in the darkest place, I don't even know if he knew what he was talking about. He got a shut up. He said, then you can take that blanket off of there. And that bird will never forget in the light what he learned in the dark place. I thought I'm about to preach a little while. Hey, there's some songs. There's some things that change in people when God gets you in a place where you can't see nothing else. He gets you in a trial. G.T. Haywood was going through a terrible trial. He said, I'm going to my office and I'm locking myself in for one week. He locked himself in every day. His wife would bring food. But she just set the food on top of yesterday's food. He was... And when he came out of that office, he said, I see a crimson stream of blood that flow. Where did you get it? I got it in a dark place. Where did you learn how to sing that song? I learned it in a trial. How did you learn how to pray and touch God like that? I I learned it one time when I was in the deepest, darkest recesses of my life. And I come out of it victorious. Hey, you can't cast your confidence away when you're in the dark place. Come on seen so many things happen beautiful out of trials there's places that are prone to wildfires they take those trees and they begin to examine them the same type of tree in a place where there's fires the skin is twice as thick Well, you know what? You can't be a baby. Well, let me let me look this way. So I'm getting on dirty looks. You can't be a baby and make it all the way to heaven. So, sometimes the fire comes just to thicken your skin up a little bit. Well, you can... These fire 
prone places where there are always wildfires. See, we just started putting wildfires out like 100 years ago. We didn't know that God had intentions for everything that he does. And of course, people live in them now. And, you know, and you can't do stuff. But anyway, I, I begin to study. And I'm telling you, it is some very interesting stuff. Did you know that there are pine trees that's got certain kind of pine cones? And they never turn loose from the tree. <laughs> and the cone builds up a resin over it where the seed can't come out of it. And the only thing that can get that resin to burn off or to remove itself is a wildfire. I'm talking about things, potential that are bottled up that can never be released until the fire sweeps through. And then there's some pine trees in these fire prone areas that they release the seeds, but the seeds are covered with a resin. Like just bottled up, laying dormant on the forest floor, years and years and years. Potential just sitting there. And the only thing that can make it would be a wildfire coming through. No, nobody likes nobody likes a trial, but if I could tell you that there would be things that would begin to grow out of your life from a trial that a trial could multiply you that a trial could make you profitable that the burning of a wildfire could change you the greatest air filter ever invented was a storm the air is cleaner after a storm than at any other time now I don't know if anybody wants to grow I want to tell you, there's some things that's got to happen in people's lives. And so as individuals, remember when we were talking about trusting God and all y'all was running and jumping and clapping and shaking your tambourine. Y'all remember that? It's been about 10 minutes. Y'all remember that a while ago? That same God sees potential in some people and he thought, if I could just burn some things out of them. Twelve people. Hallelujah. Praise God. Boy, wouldn't we all like to be like Nona Freeman? 
Oh, Lord. She gets on the airplane that probably ain't been tested. Starts making noises. Engines start going out. She grabs a little recliner button. (laughs) To be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. How'd you get like that? How'd you get like that, Sister Nona? Well, I woke up and my baby was about to die one day. and I woke up one day and there wasn't no food in the cabinets. I woke up one day and the bandits were coming to kill us all. Well, I don't want to do all that now. Kind of quiet in here now. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Boy, I sure wish I'd have been like David. Whoa. That's a big old guy. How'd you get like that, David? Well, let me tell you, one day there was a bear. I thought he was going to take one of my sheep. Praise God. I said, oh, no, not today, devil. The Lord help me. And I took that. That's all you did? No, that ain't all I did. One day a lion did the same thing. He came and he thought he was going to take a lamb out of the flock. I said, oh no, you ain't going to either. And the Lord help me. And I opened his mouth and pulled. How'd you get like that? David, don't you know that's a giant right there? you know I don't care I got faith God is going to help me could I change the way people think would you let the word of God change the way you think beloved think it not strange concerning the fiery trial which is to try you as though some strange thing happened unto you, like it's only your family. Oh, I'm just got bad. No, you ain't got bad luck. God's gonna purge you, is what's gonna happen. You ain't no different than anybody else. God'll burn every alloy out of you that don't belong. This is what he said. He said, but. Rejoice. Y'all thought it was just me. I ain't the one that said that. Simon Peter said, this ain't a strange deal. You may not have five cents in the bank. You may have a prognosis that your health ain't going to, you're done. This is the day. This is the day.
Well, do you believe that? Hey, if you're in a trial, you ought to stand up right now. I think it's party time is what it is. How y'all shared? Take them on out. Praise God. Hallelujah. These people walked in in fiery trials and some people walked in on top of the world. The word of God is still true. He said, rejoice in as much as ye are partakers of Christ's sufferings. That when his glory shall be revealed. That means when he splits the eastern sky. You don't want to be untested on that day. It said that ye may be glad also with exceeding joy. I want to tell you. There's a day coming. That you're going to be thankful for everything you've ever gone through in your life. You're going to be. Uh, I'm, I'm quitting. Praise God. I give you faith. I'm going to shut that. Hallelujah. You know what the Lord dealt with me about yesterday? This is what he dealt with me about. I let people pick which fire they want. I know I'm kind of elementary, so God speaks to me elementary. He said, I let people pick what fire they want. You either suffer the fire of affliction that will change you, or you can suffer the torment of the fire. Forever. You know what I say? God fix whatever needs to be fixed. I went through trials in my life. It seemed like after I got the Holy Ghost, my life got worse for a while. I think I got a whooping for everything that I'd ever done. God put me through things. Man, we was doing everything we knew to do right. You hear me? Doing right. Above and beyond. I felt like, and it was just going. I go to church one time today. That wasn't enough to get the pressure off. About lunchtime, I'd have to go back. God, you got, you got to touch my mind. I'm going crazy. By the evening, I had to go back again. What was God doing? He's putting me through the fire to get all the impurities out of me. Take all the pride and things of the world out of my spirit. 
It wasn't a one-month fiery furnace. I'm telling you, it was years. I thought, well, this is just maybe, and I'm good with it. I said, God, maybe this is just my whipping for being such an idiot all my life. If this is what I got to do to go to heaven, praise God. I didn't realize he had bigger plans. I didn't realize the fire was a preparation tool. I didn't realize God couldn't use me in the state that I was in with the thought processes I used to think. The fire had to burn some resin off of me. God was saying, I can use you and you'll never get puffed up again. Because you know who you are now. Don't resist the things of God. the trial of your faith it's more precious than gold gold was the most valuable thing on the planet at that time that they knew of they traded in he said the trial of your faith brother Robbie more precious than gold It's hard to preach these messages because it's hard. It almost sounds like somebody with no empathy. That's not the case at all. I've been through the fire, but I can help. I don't have a sad story. Been through a lot of stuff. But I ain't got any sad stories to tell you. Because every time God brought me out, God pulled me through, God made a way. Somebody ought to praise Him right now. Somebody that's in a trial ought to step out of your pew and you ought to show the Lord, I trust you, God.